another episode, segment episode of Market Overdrive. I am Carla Mina, and with me today, my co-host, Graco Funes. Hey, everybody. Sorry we're late. My Miss, fault. Miss Mina was stuck in traffic here on a little emergency in her crazy real estate world, but we're happy to be here on air. We've got a great show today. We've got a full house, so we're going to have to rip right through it, okay? Lots of information today. We have PSA as well as a lot of great stuff for all you developers out there looking to create inventory in this insane recession-proof kind of market. How's it going in the mortgage world, Graco? Mortgage world is good. Really? I'm a little concerned, and I'll touch on this in a little bit. I'm a little concerned of a small pullback in our market, but we'll touch on that a little bit later on our show. All right, let's get into uh, our first guest because they've been waiting here. For I'm a long time. Day. I'm going to get this throughout the whole entire show. He's going to be dinging me. We're going to make sure Carla. All right, let's go. I love Carla and let's move on. So we're happy to have in studio here today with us, uh, Tony Matar of Keller Williams, Lincoln Park. Uh, he's going to talk about the amazing calendar that they put together here with a bunch of other brokerages, men of Chicago real estate. Tony, welcome to Market Overdrive. Tell us a little bit about this PSA you guys have going. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, so, you know, you guys have all heard of sexy fireman calendars or, you know, even the Warwick rowers. And uh, so there's a new calendar out and it's all uh, real estate brokers in Chicago. So it's a cross brokerage initiative. Um, we've got guys from Keller Williams where I'm at. We've got guys from Compass. We've got um, Exit Strategy Realty um, and a couple different offices. So I got a bunch of guys together. We went to North Avenue Beach two days in July, shot some photos, and uh, we're selling them for charity. So, um, so yeah, I'm really grateful for you guys uh, having me on to talk about it. Tell us a little bit about the charity you guys are. Yeah, so um, we're actually set up as our own 5013C, and that way each year, because I see this as a continuing effort, um, each year we're going to be able to partner with a specific charity and give our donations directly to them. So this first year we're partnering with Chicago House and Social Service Agency. Okay. So they're an awesome organization, and they do uh, permanent housing as well as... Um, you know, social services for community members affected by HIV and AIDS and also any type of group experiencing LGBTQ marginalization. Awesome. Very interesting. Aside from the brokerages that are going to be in this calendar, give us some names. Who are the boys we can expect on, in the calendar? So Charlie Wood, who's actually a working model in addition to being a real estate agent. Uh, <laughs> we've got Zach Coran, um, Tony Giambarduca. Oh, he's been on our show. Yeah, he's awesome. Totally want to see him in that calendar. Jordan Pyle is another guy from my office. Joe Howard, um, Nick Leibert, the owner of Exit Realty. Um, are you, Nick? So excited to see you here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you said Exit, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, he's October, so mark your calendar now. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be my favorite page, Nick. Uh, so is this just realtors? Yeah, so it's just realtors. Oh, wonk, wonk, wonk. Get him, make it in the calendar. Sorry, <laughs> next year I'm going to have my own calendar. Oh, I mean, I would love for you to be in our 2020 We're edition. We're going to have our own Mod Squad calendar. I'm sure Nick's going to want to be in it. No, we don't want Nick in any calendar. <laughs> I'll be a guest star. Okay. Well, look, I thought it was very cool that yeah. you guys collaborated with a whole bunch of different brokerages to, for such a great cause. I uh, commend you guys on that. So Thank you. where can we find this calendar and how can Carla purchase a hundred of these? <laughs> yeah. So the website is men of Chicago, real estate.com. Uh, it's got bios for all the guys. It's really cute. Um, and then you can also go and purchase your calendars there. 
for those of you who don't want a actual physical calendar, there's also a donate button. So, you know, we wanted to make it accessible for everyone to be able to give back and support this awesome initiative. Um, so you can buy a calendar or you can just make a donation to support a great cause. Isn't this great? Real estate, realtors in the business. This is realtor life for, for, you know, like I love the fact that you're giving back because we're so busy. We get so consumed with our day-to-day business, sell, sell, sells. But this is this is really great. And I love the organization. How can we get more information about the actual non-for-profit? So there's actually a page on our website, menofchicagorealestate.com, all about the cause and has links to Chicago House's website itself. Um, they have a couple other great initiatives that they do directly throughout the year. Uh, they just had Adam Rapon and Wanda Sykes here for a brunch yeah so they do a lot of really cool stuff and i would encourage anyone who's interested to check it out cool excellent all right well i appreciate you coming on yeah thanks so much we're gonna keep it moving here in the next and don't worry whatever deal you negotiated with grago doesn't mean because you're on our show you get to have him next year (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking forward to it you can pick any month you want oh god september (laughs) no (laughs) everybody knows i'm still celebrating my 40th so moving on we have a very special guest coming up We have a very special guest, a special VIP guest. Carla, do you want to do the honors here? Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Um, I love it when, you know, realtors spread love and we use our network to not just, you know, showcase ourselves and our services and expertise, but also to give back to the community that we serve as. I mean, Chicago has a lot of non-for-profit organizations that need you guys to get involved. So jump on the bandwagon and let's give back. Let's get back in time and money and resources, right? So without further ado, this is very exciting for me. Women in power, boss ladies. What do you want to call them? Boss ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think this is really great because Graco and I did. We went to a um, builder's breakfast, breakfast uh, early this year and we heard her speak and I was like, Graco, I want her on our show. She has to come out because mm-hmm. it is just so empowering to see women in leadership roles, especially within the city of Chicago. So Graco, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? I got to say, I was a little nervous when I first <laughs> met her at the breakfast I'm like I want to ask her to come on but how do I do it I don't want to look too corny that's a lot of things people don't realize how how shy you are like I am really shy but you know once I break out of that it's but it's shyness scratch stalker mode I mean you literally went and stalked her I did a little bit so without further ado we have uh Judy Friedland 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 I'm sorry Judy Friedland commissioner of department of building here in the city of Chicago Welcome, Judy, to Market Overdrive, and we're happy to have you here on air with us. We apologize for keeping you waiting. <laughs> Poor Sincerely Carla, sorry. Give her a break. <laughs> She's trying <laughs> to make a, a living. It happens. We're going to keep rubbing She's it in a little bit. Just trying to make a living. Yeah. I'm just trying to make. Yes, thank you, Judy. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. So, give us a little bit of background on yourself um, with the city of Chicago. How did you get started? Um, because you were at a different position mm-hmm. prior to becoming the commissioner. Sure, sure. So actually, I started with the city of Chicago very, very many, many moons ago when I was a law student Mm -hmm. um, at Chicago Kent College of Law. I am not the most academic person. I'm more practical. That's just my nature. And so I wanted to do an internship. And so I went to sign up for one and they gave me a list of options. And when I heard city of Chicago um, law department that does building code enforcement, I said, well, that's where I want to go. I don't know why. I just picked it. Um, in law school, I loved my property class probably the best, um, and so it seemed like a natural fit. So I started there as an unpaid intern. I got school credit, then I became an intern. I think I got paid like $7 an hour, Wow, something crazy. And then um, I got hired as an attorney for the city, and then I, I kind of moved up the ranks. Um, and so 
through that position, I ended up um, representing a lot of departments in the city, the building department, police, streets and sanitation, CDOT, you know, um, licensing, all kinds of stuff. So I, I have a pretty good understanding of how the city works mm-hmm. and how to get things done. And so I really appreciated that experience. Then a little over three years ago, the mayor uh, tapped on my shoulder and said, would you like to be the building commissioner? And I said, oh, yeah, I would. Thank you. Love it. From $7 an hour to here, right? This is inspirational to anyone who's currently being an intern or just, you know, fetching coffee for someone and you're like really hating your job. This is great growth, right? Oh, it's great. You know, just, just work really hard and be helpful to people. And I think that's, I think the biggest lesson I could give to any young person out there is persistence and helpfulness. So tell us a little bit about, explain what the commissioner is in the city, what the role is, uh, what does your day-to-day entail? Because a lot of people really don't know that are watching. Sure. So um, the city of Chicago has different departments to deal with different issues through the city. And so I mentioned some like um, transportation or licensing. So the building department naturally is for buildings, right? And so we're responsible for three things. All the permits issued in the city of Chicago, inspections and trade licenses. So people don't always think about trade license, but plumbers, electricians and so forth, they get their licenses through us. And so... Last year, we issued over 48,000 permits, which was a record-breaking year, Um, and we're just about on track to do that again. I mean, it's been incredibly busy, and so with a lot of those permits, you have inspections, plus people call us uh, 311 if they don't have heat or they don't have water or their porch is shaky. Whenever they have an issue with their building, they call us, and we also respond to that. And so uh, we want to work with people. You know, we're not out there just to fine or be a revenue-generating department. Our number one priority is public safety. That's why you have to get a permit. That's why you get inspections. That's why they call us, tenants call us when there's a problem. And so the first thing we want to do with people is to work with them. We don't want to be an obstacle. We're not there to fine you or to make your life a nightmare. We're there to make your life better and safer. And as long as you're willing to cooperate with us, we're willing to cooperate with you and get to a solution that everyone can live with and um, everybody can enjoy uh, their homes as they should. And I really love and appreciate that message because I think a lot of people front upon right this role, um, especially because in real estate, you're always trying to make it a living. You're trying to make a profit margin. So a lot of people see it as, okay, now we got to pass this and we got to pull this kind of permit, what have you. But they don't understand that the consumer safety is at risk if some of these permits are not pulled or if inspections are um, you know, bypassed and people just get to the end gold. And then as realtors, when we're buying or helping somebody buy or sell these properties, we get to closing or even to an attorney review and you're like, well, were permits pulled? And when this wasn't done, it just complicates the deal because sometimes the lender is not going to prove it or sometimes the buyer is going to say, okay, at what point do we know that this was done correctly, correct? Um, Because they could have missed anything. So commissioner, can you please enlighten us and let us know and our listeners who are investors or somebody who's buying a current property, what are the risks associated with bypassing your process? Well, there's a lot of risk involved with bypassing our processes because you haven't had somebody review plans or review the work. You don't know if it's properly done. You don't know if the materials meet um, 
code and whether they're going to be safe to use. You don't know if your windows are going to leak. I mean, you could go talk to plenty of people about condos and homes and the work wasn't done properly and they have all kinds of problems later. It's it's just so much easier to do it right the first time. It's like doing your homework. Just just do it. And the more you try to get around it, the more problems you're going to create. And, you know, getting a permit doesn't mean that you're never going to have an issue with construction or a problem. But what it does mean is somebody else has looked at what you're doing. You've gotten a second set of eyes on it to make sure that it's being done right. And, you know, anything can go wrong at any time. But all your contractors, you know, we make sure that all your contractors are licensed and insured or they you don't get the permit. And when our inspectors go out, we want to make sure that the people that are listed on your permit as the contractors are the ones doing the work so that if something does does go wrong, we have recourse. We can suspend their license. You go after their insurance. Otherwise, people just disappear in the night and you have no recourse and and you're stuck. Great information. And I recently have started this whole trend called Invest Like a Girl. So um, kudos to all the girls who are kind of listening to me and following me on Instagram and Facebook and reaching out to learn a little bit more about investing, right? Because it gets really overwhelming. And sometimes you feel that the role, it could be a little bigger than yourself. And you're like, where do you start? So let's dumb it down a little bit, not insulting gender or anything, but just saying someone who's never done this before. What are the expectations? What is the first step to pull a permit? Like, from like the beginning, how do you dumb down that process? Well, we have this wonderful guide to permits on our website. If you go to city of Chicago, um, dot org and then look for buildings and you can Google our guide to permits and that tells you when you need a permit and when you don't need a permit. So there's a lot of jobs that you don't need a permit for. And then it also explains to you what are simple permits are you, that you can just pull online or come downtown and get in a day, which there are many. And then there's other ones that need plans. So you do have to hire an architect and draw plans. If it's for your own home, if you're doing like, say you want to redo your own kitchen, you can come downtown and we have a homeowner's assistance where we'll sit with you and we'll help you pull the permits and you don't have to hire anyone. You know, you bring some pictures and your survey and we walk you through the process. We've done so many reforms in the last three years to get permits and we've made it so much easier that really there is no excuse not to get them. It's not this horrible long process um, that people think that it might be. And also for single family home renovations, we're committed to get homeowners their permits within 30 days. So unless you need a big zoning change and you're you're putting on some huge addition that's going to just infuriate your neighbors, <laughs> I can't promise you 30 days. But if you're doing a project within your home, yeah, 30 days. And we've been meeting that goal. The mayor asked us to do that. I think um, it's been almost two years and we've been meeting that goal consistently. And uh, people are very happy because, you know, your home is your biggest investment. You want it to look nice. And technology plays a big role with you guys now, right? Everything is pretty much automated uploaded it through scans and through your portals. Right. Before, we used to have to go downtown to City Hall with a big file yeah. and hear our plans <laughs> get disapproved, right? right? So it's a lot yeah. simpler. Right. So your architect could be uploading plans in the middle of the night, making corrections in the middle of the night, doesn't have to come downtown to City Hall at all. And we also have technology that we're using for our inspections because, you know, we go out and inspect. We do two inspections during um a regular permit where you've gotten plans. One is called a rough inspection, so your walls are opened up and we can see what you've done inside. And the next one is a final. So our inspectors used to come with a piece of paper, a little clipboard, and write notes, go back to the office, enter the information, and like everyone's waiting because they want their certificate of 
a certificate of occupancy. They want their business to open. So now they have tablets. And right there in real time, pass, 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 and boom, boom, boom. And it just moves forward so much better. I love it. She said, pass, pass, pass. So (laughs) these sneaky contractors who are blaming the city and delays on your office, it's actually them. And really, they're not working a night trying to pull this together because I know I've been sitting on something for a long time. So I'm not going to talk about my contractor. (laughs) Not personal business, but whatever. Greco, again, I love how he keeps bringing guests, though, trying to like ease them in into when he's going to need future favors. <laughs> There's a little birdie in the street saying Greco is going to be starting a new project soon. So I wonder where this is going. Well, I appreciate <laughs> you coming down, Commissioner. And we're going to continue on with you in a little bit here. But we have another guest uh, in studio here with us today. Um, that kind of ties into uh, this whole conversation. Uh, Joe Glorioso of Windy City Consulting is here today to talk a little bit about his services uh, that tie into the permit world, right? Yeah. Welcome, Joe. Hi, thank you. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. Uh, Can I share something with you really quick? Yeah. Oh, God. Please Uh-oh. don't make this personal. So, Did you bring him a gift? Do you remember this picture? Oh, God. Again? Holy <laughs> smokes. Smith Park, yeah. <laughs> Who is that, that ugly kid? That was you. When he coached me. <laughs> you were 11 in that picture. Yeah. So they made a little fun of me. A little? Uh, last uh, Look show. at that picture. Everybody had this up on their face. And Hank saying happy birthday to me. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> that is beautiful. So story on this. In the, well, Graco says that he was like one of your best players. And in our cleanest. Oh, duh. I can't even think that I've never seen a guy get dirty, but he played great. <laughs> you sure he got dirty? He played? Yes. I don't know. He would fall down and he'd get up and his pants were clean. <laughs> his mom had some kind say, of spray before it was even I'm, Febreze or whatever they call it You now, guys you had know? this kid on your team, but you wouldn't get my kid on your team? Like, I'm seriously so sad that well, Nicolas couldn't make it on your team. He, he, your boy was too old, I think. Twelve. Yeah, ours, I mean... We could cheat, but it's an eight-year-old team. <laughs> no talking about cheating. Not he's on this a, show, right? Because big, we're talking about big, keeping it. <laughs> he's a big eight-year-old. <laughs> he's like a Henry Delisle. Remember? <laughs> yeah. anyway. I had a guy with a mustache, a beard, his age, 12 years old. He's serious. And I had his birth certificate. Now, I had I had worked for the city, so I went to, at the time it was Jesse White was the recorder of deeds. I said, Jesse, his mom has given me permission. Here's a letter. I get his birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't believe the one he gave me. It was handwritten, the one he gave me. So there's no way. And the numbers at the top were falling off to the side. I go, no way. I get the birth certificate coming out of the machine like this. It's the same one. We're going to be millionaires because we were a poor neighborhood team. And we would play the Sean Burks Palatines. And you'd hear the cat calls from all the doctors and lawyers up there going, yeah, he's 12. So I made... Uh, I double dare you bet if if this if you could prove and I'll go down to the uh, See, vital statistics. I'll go to vital statistics with you. And if you can prove that this kid is not 12, I will give you a thousand bucks. But if not, you have to donate a hundred bucks as your apology for insulting the boy. <laughs> Man, I made like, right? Like yeah. 1500 bucks. At this least. is a true story. True story. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. One, I want you. See, that's. I always no, feel that way. When I see these big a, kids playing against my son, I'm like, yeah. really? I want to see that birth certificate. Yeah. But is this where the, um, you know, expediting and researching and all that yes. jazz, this is where it started? I think so. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay. Well, I, uh, I'm a permit expediter. Um, that's the legal name of it. And I do want to say, though, um, the permit process has become super 
super duper more easy. Mm-hmm. Are you just saying that because the commissioner's in the No, studio? no, because I've known the commissioner <laughs> for 30 years. Oh, come on. I thought we were going to have a rivalry in the studio No, today. not even close. No. <laughs> Lots of love? No. L- let me tell you. Uh, she's made the process easier. She's made the process friendlier. Everybody that's working those counters are super duper courteous, friendly, willing to help out. I seen it with my own eyes. Now, if that's happening, I should be probably out of business, right? That's what I was thinking. Wrong. Business is better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's no log jams. People are maybe saying, hey, you know what? Like like the commissioner said, you know, uh, a permit, uh, you should do it because... Safety reasons. Correct. You don't want your cousin Ernie, who is really a mailman, building a porch for you. And then all of a sudden you have 12 of your cousins out on the balcony. Why are you looking at me? I because you built that, that porch and your cousin Ernie did it. I was there. And I said, I'm not going up there. So the railings are two feet high instead of four feet. Uh, they're, they're, the bars are this far apart, so you obviously now you're down to eight cousins because they're <laughs> down in the basement. So the commissioner's right about enforcing those things for your own safety, for your own good. But also it helps because people that say, well, my, my contractor said, I don't need a permit for this. And I always tell them, yeah, well, uh, is your contractor, in your contract does it say the contractor's going to pay the $500 stop order fee, the $1,500 fine that you have to go to court, and then the maybe the $500 you got to pay a lawyer to show up every time at court, and the three days you got to take off of work, uh, and then you still have to get the permit? Right. Oh, man, I didn't think about that. So with the way that she has changed this system, and I've been around uh, City Hall for quite some time. I have seen several commissioners, mm-hmm. and each time they kind of have a new system, you know. But uh, Commissioner Friedland's system is really working. Uh, I'm not just saying it because she's here, because I, you can ask anybody that works up there. I, I say it all the time. Well, I love this information because you're making it comical, but at the same time, it's very helpful. <clears throat> Excuse oh. me. Commissioner, you mentioned guides to permits. That's the website. So if you're looking for, you're saying a small project, right? Maybe a kitchen renovation or a bathroom renovation because we know there's not a lot of properties. And so we're advising our clients to go ahead and look at something that may need a little lipstick surgery is what I like to call it. So mm-hmm. if you're ta- if you're taking on that kind of a project and it's like really minimal, you're saying it's going to take about 30 days to get permits. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if you decide that you are going to do, in fact, an addition or maybe uh, finish a basement that is completely raw and maybe you're going to dig down and increase, you know, maybe two more bedrooms, rec room, theater room, what have you. So that's when you call somebody that it gets too way over your head and you just don't want to deal with it because it's just too much information. People can actually call you, correct, Joe? Totally. And, and just One ask you shot. questions. One I've stop. done it myself. I mean, reach out to you and just ask you like, okay, where do I start? And is it worth me starting at this point? Architectural drawings we provide. We also uh, upload the plans into the system. Um, we, we also... As the commissioner stated, they make sure that the contractors are licensed. So they'll tell me, oh, yeah, my cousin, he's a roofer. Yeah, sure he is in Kentucky or Tennessee, and he's not, and he's coming in to do this work. Mm-hmm. That's not how it goes. And, and the city makes sure that everything is done properly. Uh, so we're more of, I feel I'm more of a consultant and navigator uh, for, for the people. Than just expediter because you know they say expediter you that means you do it faster. 
that's not really the case. We do it. We it becomes faster because we follow the rules. Got it. And there are times when uh, the billing department sees that there's a, a maybe a discretional call uh, based on experience, and the commissioner has great de- deputy commissioners that make those decisions that are 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 sound and and again experienced decisions. Uh, based on safety more than anything. That's what I feel. Um, you know, because you'll, you'll hear, I'll hear somebody, I just had a guy today tell me, well, why can't I do it? All my neighbors have it. I said, well, maybe all your neighbors didn't get a permit. Mm-hmm. You know? Question from one of our viewers, Joe, yeah. in reference to that. When a fine is hit or imposed on an yeah. owner, do yeah. you guys also help and go down to the court for that? They just changed the, the law again that we can represent Anybody. Mm-hmm. It used to be right, LLCs, they need an attorney? Yeah, you mean at the Department of Administrative Hearings? Yeah. yeah, that goes back and forth a lot about whether non-attorneys can go to the Department of Administrative Hearings. Um, so I think uh, that rule right now has gone back to, but I'd have to double check, back to that um, you don't have to be an attorney um, to go. Okay. But if you're doing things the right way and you're pulling permits and... Um, you're cooperating. There's a lot of it. If you walk in with your permit, you know, your case will be sure. dismissed. It, it's like Joe's saying, you just follow the rules and we're very accessible. You can walk into City Hall, you can email us, call, have a question. We're going to answer it. We don't want you to not get a permit. We don't want you to have to pay a fine. We want you to enjoy your home and go on with your life. I saw the commissioner as an attorney back in, in housing court. And uh, her and, and, and an old partner, Joe, yeah. uh, they were the most fair, because as a, I worked in the alderman's office. Mm-hmm. So I would sometimes, you know, you got to go in there and you got to really beat up a bad landlord. And mm-hmm. sometimes there were people like, you know, like I said, discretional. You know, the commissioner wouldn't nail a 80-year-old woman whose husband uh, died 12 years ago and was going to, eventually throw the wood out from under his porch. But, you know, when a developer comes and he's building a third unit on a two-flat without a permit, well, then, you know, you got what you got coming. Sure. So, um, And we're talking about projects that range from, like, you know, maybe I doing a basement or a kitchen or a bathroom. Let's go back to that question just so that we can kind of walk our, our viewers through the process. And then you're talking about big projects, right? So say I'm just buying a property for the first time and I'm buying something that's completely been rehabbed. Um, is that something that I can call you about and just say, hey, walk me through this? How do I check if permits were pulled? Like, where do I start, Joe? Well, we now the commissioners changed it to online verification. Right, you can go to our website and punch in an address, and it's going to show you all the permits that have pulled have been pulled on it. It's going to show you the history of violations. Um, it's going to show you a lot about the building, so that you'll know. And um, the other thing is, is that if you are buying a home that's rehabbed, you want to ask to actually see the permit, and you want them to flip it over because you want to see those inspector signatures on the back for that rough and final so that I talked about. Oh, signatures. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got to make sure. Well, I thought it was everything was electronic no. now on the pad. And- yeah, but well, no, but you're actually, you still get a paper permit, okay. right? And you're supposed to put, put it in your window, and then the inspector comes. And even though he puts it or she puts the information in your, their tablet, they still have to sign the back gotcha. so that you have a record. 
that shows. And then if there's minor corrections or major corrections, there's notations of it Mm -hmm. on the back of the permit because when they come back, they want to make sure that those corrections are made. And that's good information for the home buyer as well. Was this done? I have a question. Uh, I remember a couple of times when I was doing some renovations, I didn't always have the same inspector come back. Mm -hmm. So let's say I failed the inspection on my rough. Mm -hmm. It was a different inspector. So today and present day, are we keeping the same inspector per trade that comes out? We try to. We try to divide them by district and so forth, but people call in sick or on vacation and you still want your inspection, so it's not always going to be perfect that way. But, you know, if there's ever a discrepancy like that, you can contact us and we can get a supervisor involved and um, resolve any kind of uh, conflicts like that. Because, you know, two people do sometimes see things differently and um, we can get that resolved. Great information, and we're on Market Overdrive. We're giving you lots of resources, so seriously, uh, take notes because we've given you the Guys to Permits website where you can actually get a checklist of the items that you need to be looking for when buying something that needs um, that should have had permits. What is that phone number? Because you also said there's a number, and I always have a hard time finding numbers for the city of Chicago. 311? So are you, is it 311? <laughs> well, you can I call. need the cell phone, Rocco. You're trying to get information oh, about your roof. I'm trying to get our viewers you ain't access her cell number. to duty cell phone. Wait, did you get her She's super nice, but she didn't give me that. <laughs> Wait, give us a number where we can actually call for but more information. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you see work that you think is being done without a permit or you have a problem in your apartment or something like that, of course, you call 311 and make a complaint. But our general um, number at City Hall is uh, 312-744-8670. And you can call that number. And if you go to our website, we have a whole list of frequently asked questions. And we also have an email address, uh, dobcommissioner at cityofchicago.org. You can email us your questions and we will have somebody get back to you right away with answers. And sometimes emails a little bit easier because then we can just forward it to the right person and um, you can get your response. You see, you didn't even have to Google that. We gave it all to you. So you said it was 312-744-8670 and mm-hmm. it's recorded. And obviously you can follow us later and we're going to download the fully edited version of the show so you can go back and rewind and get that contact information because we're not all like Joe who have access to information and we can just call Judy's office directly. Oh man. I have another <laughs> question here <laughs> closing uh, for the commissioner before we go on with Joe here because we we're running a little behind but Why we're going to be wrapping up. Well, Carla was late today. <laughs> I'm still drinking coffee, you guys. It's been one of those days. There's a lot of new stuff, ha- uh, things happening here in Chicago. Uh, we're seeing new towers that keep going up, uh, new development. Commissioner, uh, what do you foresee coming down the pipe for, uh, call it our development on the real estate side, on the commercial side, a lot of stuff going on on the river mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of new restaurants and and whatnot. Do you see anything aside from our little conversation that we had off air before we jumped on with the big corporation that we're hoping lands here in Chicago? Can you touch on that a little bit? Sure. So development is still going very strong. Like I said, our permits are very close to what they were last year. Uh, Big projects like Wanda Vista, right you know, around the corner from here are still going forward. Tribune Tower, as you know, is getting ready for their big renovation. And construction still is coming strong. We still have a lot of companies that want to come here. And 
you know, Chicago's a fabulous city. I mean, I've traveled around, you know, in Europe, I've traveled in the United States, and Chicago is an all-time favorite. I mean, we just have everything here, and we attract a lot of young people, a lot of talent. We have a great nightlife, great restaurants. Um, we just had the opening of Tao. That was a big deal for yep. Chicago to get a great event space like that here, and so you know, people just keep investing here. They have confidence in us, and that's fantastic, and we want to be their partner and help. So I see development going very well. Last year, we had over 60 cranes in the air. This year, we have well over 50 as well. Um, applications are still coming in, and, you know, cranes go up and down, and it's not an exact predictor, but it's a very good indicator of how well we're doing. So there's a lot of excitement here, and, of course, you know, there's a certain great big corporation that we would just love yes. to have come to Chicago. Please. We're all crossing our fingers. Please come. Yeah. We are so nice. We'll be nice to you. We'll help you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're fun. Yeah. You won't you won't get a better. So we'll be city. at the airport welcoming everyone. Yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> and you know, and, and, and we're Midwesterners. We're warm people. We're nice. We don't have an attitude. We're just Always like, hey. Well, you came on the right day because our other co-host who is not so nice, he's not here. So we wouldn't <laughs> use him as a you know a welcoming party committee or at all. Yeah. So <laughs> he's not that bad. Really? Yeah, he's pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) Was that the guy from the last show? Yeah. Yeah, He's He's not watching this, is he? So we're going to take a little break here because um, I wanted to touch on something really quick uh, to all of our professionals, uh, real estate professionals, brokers uh, in our industry nationally. Um, I want to know what you're seeing in your markets. Are you guys seeing a pullback in reference to reduction in prices. Um, I know at one point we had a shortage in inventory, but I'm starting to see here in the Chicagoland area that we're getting a pullback in prices. So I'd like to get some feedback on that, on the implications or what is coming. Uh, We'd like for you guys to share that on our social media platform. So please shoot us some messages or uh, some questions on that. Um, It'll definitely help give some insight to our buyers that are sitting on the sidelines or investors that are uh, sitting on the sideline waiting to invest. I know Carla herself just landed a pretty cool investment. <laughs> we won't tell you where it is, though, but... What? <laughs> I just saw Kevin Rossi's post about uh, capitalization rates in uh, Lakeview, and there was that what the average is, and people... It's a joke, right? They're like when you're looking for an 8% cap rate in those neighborhoods, so... <laughs> It's kind of an inside joke, but it's um, I am uh, actually playing in the Lakeview Playground these days. So I'm really excited. We'll be calling you. Good. Thank you. (laughs) I'm growing up. So investing like a girl. Reach out if you need more information. But great stuff today. And really, this is just to get you equipped, right? Mm -hmm. Real estate is all about the network and your resources. Who do you know that's going to help you get to your end goal, which is investing? At the end of the day, we're just trying to see what can we do to create inventory and construction or rehabbing seems to be the cool thing to do as uh, while these uh, values still, well, while there's still values that sustain the after repair value if you're buying something that needs work. So we're here to, um, you know, introduce you to our experts that are going to guide you through the process. And of course, this is free information. um, But more importantly, this is information we're saying it's accessible to you. It doesn't necessarily have to be a complete like freak show and scary process because like you said, we have websites that are um, that give you a lot of resources. But Joe, say I am in fact an investor, a novice investor, and this is the first time I start to, you know, wanted to buy something and rehab it. And maybe I'm working with the raw space and he's everything. I'm talking about plumbing, yeah. electrical. Um, what's the difference between doing it myself and leaning on someone like you? Well, we'll make sure that all the 
I's are dotted and T's are crossed uh, to, to get it done properly. We'll make sure. We also talk to the contractors as a, as not a, as a go-between, more, more kind of like your big brother. You know, when they try to, ah, we don't need this. I, I did this in 1965. You know, those kind of guys. So we kind of make it where we want them to do everything the right way. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing that I've encouraged, not just my friends and family, but my clients, when they walk in, I tell them, you know, you're buying this building. Let's check for previous violations. And there might be something on the books from 10 years ago that got dismissed. Mm-hmm. But it's still on there mm-hmm. because they never got the permit. Now, you're going to go and get a permit for something. Like, just say the porch. Well, what happens is that previous permit was never fulfilled. They might have got it dismissed in court, but they had to get a permit. But they flipped it and sold it, and they're gone. So those are kind of things that can happen to a new homeowner. That's a good scenario, right? Because I've I've been asked that before. Sometimes, I mean, it gets really crazy when you've invested the money for inspection and you order the appraisal and you get to that level of where, hey, by the way, did they pull permits? We did an inspection. Everything looks solid. But then you find out that permits were never pulled. And you're like, are you kidding me? But I really need this property because my lease ends at the end of the month. What do I do? So, Commissioner, this may be a really good question for you. Again, what could happen or what are the what are what are the negatives if somebody purchased a property that didn't have permits pulled? Well, what happens is is we often find out about it, shockingly enough, um, and it happens. And so uh, the homeowner gets a notice of violation that shows that work was done without permits and all the terrible, horrible things that, you know, the the law department or the city could ask for if they don't comply and they get scared. And like I said, that's not our goal. But, you know, the violation list comes out like that with the, with the code um, requirements and what the fines would be, et cetera. And so they panic and then they call us. And then that's when we send out someone to start to work with them to go find the contractor. And Joe, is this something that you can fix? Can you go back and... Fixing is not a good word. Oh, cool. Okay. What would you say? Can you help remedy. me? Remedy. We can remedy. Can you remedy? Can yeah. you help, help, help? Yeah, we can help. And how sure. does that work? Well, we would get, we would have you sit down with myself and our architect and figure out exactly what the violations are. Um, some people might just have lintel problems. Some people have a whole attic was built or a whole floor without a permit. And that could become... You know, like the commissioner said, you know, 30 days in and out. But if you've, if you've got something that's a zoning problem, now you may need what's called an administrative adjustment to add that attic. And it's a small little dormer. But Well, you're obviously well-versed in the process and it's also very well-connected. You've been doing this for a long time. Um, can you share a little bit about your history and how you started this company? Yeah. I, uh, I was the chief of staff to an alderman. Okay. And um, and I was always at City Hall, or then I'd go to court, and I would feel kind of bad for some people that were getting the shaft, you know, by contractors or by a landlord. And uh, so I, I, I got there was there was a lady there who's still my friend. Her name is uh, Debbie Valone, mm. and she saw me in line with about three sets of plans, and she goes, "What are you doing?" Come here. You work for the alderman. You've got other things to do. Let me look at that for you, you know? And we started talking. I really enjoyed knowing that I can help the homeowner. And during the big 
build out um, were developers. No offense to any of my friends that are giant developers, but I really, those are not my customers. If you look at my permits, they're pretty much two and three flat people, single family homes, a lot, and a lot of it's violation work. So that came from going to court with them, building their trust. And they know that, you know, there's times when I'll do something for somebody and they'll say, what do I owe you? And I'll, come on, you know, where I'm already down here. And I know that they're not, it, they're, they're just trying to maintain their building. They're not trying to make a profit. It's a single family home, you know, where, where uh, maybe their grandson put a, a bedroom in the basement and he shouldn't have. So those kind of things. With a fork, plastic fork and a spoon, I call it. We're running short on time here, guys. I got one quick question. One of our viewers is asking Joe, business owner, there's an awning there already, and they need to change the name of the awning. It's a sign now. So it's a sign now. Right? It is a sign. It becomes a sign. Yeah. So they have to submit for a permit. Two permits. Two permits. Public way permit, if you're hanging over the public way. (laughs) Okay. They're saying thank you, by the way. They're saying you should, you should call Joe directly. Joe, what's your information? How can we yeah. get a hold of you? 773-252-9453. See? One more time. <laughs> or you could call 252-JOE-G. What? I love it. Try it. You'll like okay, it. let's wrap it up, Grok. What's it? <laughs> we got I kind of like guys. the other bossy person in that seat, but go ahead. Close it. Why don't you close it? <laughs> All right. We're finally here to the end. Sorry that we went over, guys, because Carla was late, but we want to thank everybody for being here with Market Overdrive. Thank you to the Commissioner, Judy. We appreciate you coming out. Joe Glorioso, Windy City Consulting. Thank you for coming out, brother. Thanks for having us. And thank you for being one of our sponsors. We got to thank Joe for that. Thank you, Joe. What? Giving back. I love it. Today's show, I think the key word was giving back and helpfulness. So remember, permits and city, we're here to help you and make sure that that, our consumers stay safe. And Tony, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and uh, inviting us to buy those amazing calendars. And Tony said, I'm next year's October. (laughs) (laughs) So if you get, if if, if you, all your calendars are still there, but all the Octobers are missing this year, she got them all. Right. I'm down for October. Uh, but I do like the one guy's name, Bob Wood or something. <laughs> Make sure you guys keep following us on all of our social media platforms <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we want to thank all of our sponsors and all of you for watching, tuning in. We'll see you guys next week, I think. Um, big shout out to Nicolas Lanos, our producer. We never get to thank him. <laughs> we don't, do we? We don't. Thanks, no. brother, for putting this together for us every week. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye, guys.